All right, it's time for another episode of Believe Me. Those are the legends, Brandon Lang, Cordell Stewart. I'm Joe Serralo. And of course, like every other episode of Believe Me, this one's brought to you by our proud sponsors over at BetOnline. Head on over to BetOnline.ag and use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V for your first time, one time, 50% welcome bonus. Deposit any number between $50 and $1,000. BetOnline will match that up to 50% if you use that promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. So head on over to BetOnline.ag it's where the games begin all right gentlemen it's time for another episode of believe me with of course the former pro bowl quarterback cordell stewart the career handicapper one of the best in the industry brandon lang and myself your host joe serralo and let's take a look at last week before we dive on in to this week's slate cordell since we've been right here on stadium network it was just your second losing week two and four you got to get back in the wing column I was three and three trying to pick which one of you two I was going to tell, but Brandon was the big winner. Four and two. B Lang, how you feeling on this victory week? You two stooges figured out a way to bring down a 195 and 0 stat involving the Dallas Cowboys that in the fourth quarter, when having a two touchdown lead, they were 194 and zero. And you chalk road lovers brought that down to 195 and one. My two losses, the Eagles stink. They're going nowhere. Don't worry about them going to the Super Bowl. They are dog crap. Can't stop the run. Joe and Cordell could gain 100 yards on them this Sunday in Indianapolis. And the Niners should be absolutely embarrassed. Four trips inside the five-yard line, kick three field goals. Joe's gloating over <laughs> your life with the second and goal from the two-yard line. Why they're not handing off to McCaffrey because the other running back slipped on second down, and then he slipped again on third down. And my man, McCaffrey, by the way, he walks in on third down if he doesn't slip, and there's your cover. So that hurt a little bit for the five and one. Uh, but you know what? Hopefully you guys learned this week not to lay chalk on the road. Let's go. I tried telling you guys seven and a half was a lot of points. I tried uh, telling you with the Chargers it was a lot of lucky. points. You were lucky. Herbert should have been knocked out of the game. Go. Here's where I was lucky Ooh. taking the Vikings. I said it last episode at the end, not only plus the six and a half at Buffalo, I said money line. So that's why my three and three was actually a pretty positive day. Usually if you go 500, you're losing a few pennies, but let's jump in. Cordell, I haven't heard from you yet. Thank so you. we're going to start with you. First game of the yeah. week, the Chicago bears headed down to Atlanta, taking on the Falcons in your home city right now, my man. And the Falcons, the Falcons, who kind of stink, let's call it what it is. They're three-point favorites in this one. Cordell, which side are you on? Falcons to win by more than a field goal or the Bears to cover or maybe even win? Well, the Falcons have started off 6-0, and and since they've, they've, they haven't covered the last, four, uh, the last four times, Justin Fields is trying to find his way uh, to make plays, similar to a Marcus Mariota, but I think the trend is a little bit better uh, for Justin Fields. I like Chicago in this one. I think the interception, I think we saw Marcus Mariota throw, trying to throw it away, falling down to the ground, end up causing him to lose the game. I think we see too much of that too often to where that is going to cost it. Their team is not good enough to be able to make those type of bonehead mistakes. And I think this team in, in Chicago knows that nothing's on their side. They have no chance uh, to be given to them to have a chance to win this game. And I think they come and play like, stop. What do they have to lose? I'm going with the Bears. Give me that guy number one named Justin Fields. Forget about it. Let's <laughs> I love it. I love Justin Fields just as much as you, Cordell. Brandon, which side are you on? You're, you're shaking your head. You're turning red on me. What's going on, Brandon? 
bloodshot red too. Look at him. Everybody is judging on Atlanta because they went into Carolina and our little quick hit that we did on Thursday. I said, don't judge Carolina at the game in Cincinnati. Judge them on Tampa Bay and at Atlanta. And they smacked them around and beat them outright. The Chicago Bears defense, the last three weeks, gave up over 40, close to 50 against the Cowboys. They gave up over 30 to the Dolphins, gave up over 30 to the Detroit Lions. These mothers can't play dead in a Western right now. If you cast it, all of them, Atlanta at home. My man, Braun, says Atlanta by 40. I'm not necessarily saying that, but sometimes you got to expect a team in a matchup situation and favorable matchups, Atlanta gets an emphatic blowout win. Mm. Dallas with the same Chicago team. Atlanta at home, they are going to run the football, gash them, because like I said, Chicago's defense can't play right now. Joey? What did Cordell, uh, Cordero Patterson have in that Thursday night game against Carolina? What do you have, like 10 yards on the ground? They couldn't run the ball to save their lives. Look, this is, this is a toss-up. I mean, at the end of the day, let's call it what it is. They're two bad teams. They both have talent. Falcons have great weapons. Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Bears have, I think, the most talented quarterback from last year's draft class in Justin Fields. Two bad teams. When in doubt, I'm inclined to take the points. I'm inclined to go with Cordell Stewart on this one and take the Bears plus three in what let's I think go. will be a sloppy shootout. Let me just say, by the half point, spin the 130, Take the home favorite down to minus two and a half because I assure you, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, Atlanta will win this game by three or more. All right. Well, I mean, I don't know. You already you already went from blowout to by the half point. I'm with Cordell. I'm with the Bears. That's a trend that I've always always done from week one. Yes, always. Stay red, baby. Well, okay, stay red. Here we go. Here's another, <laughs> here's another <laughs> opportunity to buy the half point because the Jets are going into Foxborough. <laughs> and depending on where you shop around, again, my advice, always shop around for the best line. Some books have this as Patriots minus three, others minus three and a half. Brandon, starting with you here, where do you see this game falling? The number is 13. 13 times the Jets have lost the Patriots in a row so you want me to believe when they just punked you in New York that you're going to go up here and beat them for the first time in 13 tries it's not rocket science winners go with streaks losers go against them by the half point lay two and a half spin the minus 130 and ride Belichick to make it a 14 straight win. The defense confused Zach Wilson, uh, what was it, I think three, four weeks ago. I'll go Belichick minus two and a half. Cordell, you on the same side as Brandon with this one, or are you going with the young gunslinger, Zach Wilson? Forget about it. I'm going with actually the Jets' defense, to be honest with you. This guy, mm. Sauce Gardner, he is actually the guy that actually can get it done. But I'll tell you this much. The Jets are 4-0 straight up. And on the road, they're 3-0 as the road dog. So I'm, I'm going with this trend of this Jets football team that's actually playing like they don't care. I mean, defensively, in the secondary, they're second to none, to be honest with you. They're finding ways to get it done. And I think Sauce is the main reason because he takes care of that side of the football field. We saw what happened with Stephen Diggs last week when he had an opportunity to first play out the gate to get him. And after that, kind of got his balance back. And it was it's just off to what he does best which is slow things down. So he gives you a little bit, but not too much. I like this Jets team actually going in in the uh, Foxborough and getting it done, baby. I like the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 
I love this. I love the disagreement on this one. I used to say J E T S U C K because the Jets sucked for most of my life, but right now they're playing great ball. Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, two of the best cornerbacks, maybe the best cornerback duo in football. Brandon's over there, like Joey. I've known you five years. When He's are you getting redder? Go but He's I don't know, man. Redder. Me and Cordell. Cordell's like that new girl. You know, maybe you're in a long relationship. Maybe <laughs> things have been going great for a long time. But Cordell walks in the room, and all hey. of a sudden, my eyes are over there. He's got my oh. attention. I like the go. Jets money line in this one, Brandon. What have you done? I for like me the Jets lately? money line in this one. <laughs> Look, Brandon, I, I always quote you, man. I always say winners go with streaks, losers go against them. But my man, streaks have to end at some point. Dallas, 195 straight games. That streak died at Lambeau. I think the Jets under Robert Sala beat New England for the first time since 2015. I know. I know. Okay. What, what are you going to send Pacino for me? Okay. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? As Jenny should tell you. Horn two to your two and four. Okay. Keep singing that song. Bro. Singing that song. All right, Brandon, away, let, let's see. Let's see if game three, I, I finally side with you on this one. The Steelers yeah. are home dogs against the Cincinnati Bengals. This is an interesting one. Some books have them plus three and a half. I've also seen on other books up to plus four and a half. So Brandon, starting with you on this one, Steelers, Bengals in Pittsburgh, home dog or the away favorite in Cincinnati that's covered six of their last seven. Are you ready? For the stat of Let's the go. In their last 26 division games that they win, the Cincinnati Bengals are 25 and 1 against the spread. Wow. So basically, if you're saying to yourself that Cincinnati's going to go in here and win the game, chances are that number is going to go to 26 and one against the spread. So for me, every number in the world, but you give me a divisional home dog, get more than a field goal with Watt back. I'm sorry. I just, I'm not sold enough after watching them on Monday night against the Browns. And I like what I saw last week from Pittsburgh out of the bye week against the Saints. It's awful hard to go against that 25 and one. I get it. But you're giving me more than a field goal. I got to take the home dog. Brandon's on the Steelers. Cordell, we know you love your Steelers. Are you with Brandon? Or are you going to take the Bengals to win this one by four or more? I'm, 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 I'm going with the Steelers. I, I have no choice. I mean, TJ Watts, when playing, when playing, they had what? Uh, 2-0 and with nine sacks, seven turnovers, 15 points a game. Without him, one in six. Six sacks, five turnovers, and allowing 25.3 points per game. It's amazing how one player can change the complexity of a football team. And trust me, that energy that feeds the crowd with T.J. Watt coming out and playing, it doesn't matter if he gets all the sacks, but he creates the pressure to push the line in the direction that gives it to someone else if he's not getting. So I think his presence alone helps them have the opportunity not just to win this game, but also cover it on their side. I'm going with the home team. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers, bro. I love it. You guys are finally on the same page. Make it all three of us on the same page here. Again, shop around. If you can get the Steelers plus the four and a half, there's no reason not to do it. But it's all about TJ Watt being back. It's a completely different defense, completely different team. I mean, he right now, you know, given Big Ben being gone and all the constant change within their player personnel, TJ Watt's the heart and soul of this Pittsburgh Steelers team. And you guys both brought great numbers. Cordell, your numbers with TJ versus without him. Brandon, that Bengal stat blew my mind. But how about Pittsburgh? Since 2006, since Mike Tomlin took over, 
15, three and three against the spread as a home dog. That is an 83% cover clip by far the best in football in the last 16 years. Last three years as a home dog. They've been a home dog nine times, eight, oh, and one. Perfect against the spread as a home dog the last three years. Hop on the Steel City with us in that one. How about Sunday night football, guys? The Kansas City Chiefs, six and a half point favorites in LA. I can see SoFi from the studio right now. Six and a half point favorites, though. That's a pretty big number. Damn near a full touchdown with the PAT. Brandon, who do you like in this one? Chiefs, Chargers, Chiefs, given six and a half. Now, in the first meeting, I had the Chargers plus the points. They had the game one out, right? If not for the Herbert pick six down there at the goal line, which was just an absolute atrocious throw. Um, Casey's 14 and three straight up, last 17 in this series. They're 10 and three against the spread as the division road chalk of 10 or less with LA three and nine against the number last 12 games as a home dog. This team got blown out in LA by Seattle. They got blown out in LA by the Jags. Last time we saw the chiefs on a Sunday night, just forget about it. I'm not, they went to the West coast to the Niners and blew the doors off the Niners. I'm not about to jump in front of this. I'm not a road chalk guy. You know that, but that charger defense is a second string defense right now that Jimmy Garoppolo could not exploit because he's a moron. And I'm still pissed <laughs> Sunday night. But I assure you, Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense will absolutely score 40 if they want to on Sunday night. I'm going to lay it. By the way, Chargers, 4-38 and 38 against the spread as a home dog if they lose outright. 4-38 and 38 against the spread. Wow. Cordell, what do you think here, man? Chiefs by seven or more? Can the Chargers keep it close? They're the home team. I mean, the Chiefs are three and five and they've only covered one time. All right. And and so the Chiefs actually are showing that they don't have any. Other. For some reason, I don't know what it is, but the level of inconsistency that's coming from them from one five has, has been atrocious, to be honest with you. It hadn't been good. And the way this Chargers team is actually playing, it falls truthfully in the hand of the Chargers to have the opportunity to win this game. I'm going to go with the lightning bolts. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm going with the lightning bolts. I'm, I'm not buying it. I mean, we've seen them have the ability to score at will, the Kansas City Chiefs, that is. But as of lately, it hasn't been really that good. And, and, and to sit here and see that the Chargers are playing at home, uh, they're minus six and a half. Actually, it's the Chiefs that's six and a half. I'm going with the Chargers in this one since they're playing at home. I'm going with the lightning bolts. Sometimes, gentlemen... For a lot of reasons in life, I wish I was better at hiding my emotions. Cordell, I am floored that you're not in love with the way Patrick Mahomes is playing football right now. His team is seven boy. and two. It's his boy. I and mean, slammed his boy. Mahomie, Mahomie, man, what happened? Are, are you cheating he on Mahomes the way I'm cheating on Brandon well, with you most of these picks? What's going on, I mean, baby? Uh, I better cheat than a repeat. So <laughs> I, I think I think I'm gonna go ahead on and go with my charges at home. I mean, it's it's just to me, I don't I don't see the level of consistency that allows me to drink the Kool Aid right now. Right now. Okay. I'm not going, I'm not running away from saying they, they're going to play in the AFC championship game against the Bills. I still stand on that. I'm not running from it. Uh, don't forget about the Steelers. They make it, they can make a real good run, but that's another conversation yeah, for okay. another day. But, well, but I'm, I'm not going to let you go any further on that. No, I'm my not, man. no, no, Come we're, on, we're talking about the Steelers. It's, it's great for a great conversation piece. I mean, make people like, what the hell did he just say? Yeah, I said it. So, <laughs> but I'm going with the Chargers. I, I like the Chargers at home. I think they get it done. Uh, I just can't see they're just too inconsistent, but uh, I go with the Chargers on that, on that. Well, Brandon, the holiday season is approaching, and I know that there's nothing that you love more than when someone feeds into your ego. So I'm going to give you the gift of that, and um, I, I think every point that you just made was spot on. 
I'm all I'm all with you, man. I, I don't like laying that six and a half with a road favorite, but the Chargers have shown me no reason not to, and the Chiefs are playing damn good football. I'm with Brandon. I'm with the Chiefs minus six and a half. Monday night football, last game before we get into the game of the week. Cardinals hosting the 49ers, and they are eight and a half point underdogs. Cordell, starting with you. Can Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, and company keep this game? To, I mean, you know, can they stay within a touchdown? It's a big number, eight and a half points at home. What do you think, Cordell? Well, Kyler Murray's coming off of injury, so he won't be the Kyler Murray that we actually know for the speed because I think it's a hamstring issue uh, that he has. This defense with Bosa and company is really playing really good. And having Christian McCaffrey in the mix with how they become creative with motions and things of that nature, I mean, even though the quarterback, Hadn't thrown a single touchdown this season so far. Uh, 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 and Jimmy Garoppolo, they still playing good enough football to keep the ball away and allow them actually to go out and get it done. I like this 49ers team actually playing controlled football and causing Kyler Murray to pull that hamstring again, tweak it or whatever you call it. And they actually end up losing this. I'm, I'm, I'm covering it. I'm going with the 49ers on this. I like it. Brandon, what do you think? After the Niners cost me, you have no idea on Sunday. <laughs> I will never go with that team again. At BrandonLang.com, I lost the Niners against the Chiefs. I reeled off eight straight NFL winners. And then my next loss was the Niners over the Chargers. In fact, I only have 10 losses in the NFL for the season at BrandonLang.com. Games involving the Niners have cost me three of them. (laughs) Just based on that, I'm going to go with Arizona plus the points just so I can sit in a Mexican restaurant and drink my margaritas and eat my chips and salsa and root against Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan and his BS about being an offensive genius when he can't score inside the five-yard line with four opportunities. Bye-bye, Arizona. And by the way, Kingsbury is the only coach in NFL history who has a better record as an underdog straight up than as a favorite straight up. Yeah. Dog coach. Ooh, yeah, that, that that's the number for me right there. Kingsbury. Look, I think Kingsbury and Kyle Shanahan are both vastly overrated head coaches. I'm not a fan of either one, but the Arizona Cardinals in three and a half years under Kingsbury as an underdog against the spread 22 and 11. There's a couple pushes in there as well, but it's a 67% cover clip these last four years. I mean, eight and a half points, same logic as the chargers. I don't think they win against the Niners. But that's just a lot of damn Point. It's time for the game of the week, gents. The Dallas Cowboys are going to Minnesota, where the Vikings now have the best record in the NFL, 8-1, and one, tied with the Eagles, and the Cowboys are somehow favorites. The Vikings, point and a half, underdogs. It's essentially a pick so the question is, Brandon, starting with you, who wins? All hell is going to break loose in Dallas if they don't win this game. <laughs> All hell is going to break loose. And you look at Dallas. 318 and one against the spread as a conference favorite versus a winning team, including three and 11 straight up and 013 and one against the number if that line is fewer than four points. I have to wonder where Dallas is at emotionally and Minnesota for that matter after the motion of both those games. But in this situation, All Minnesota, as we said last Sunday night in the Buffalo game, all they do is hang around and figure out ways to win. And in this case, I can't stand Kirk Cousins. I can't. Hmm. 
I swear to God, I can't stand him. It's just his mannerisms make me want to vomit. And I want to go with Minnesota in this game really, yeah. really bad. But I can't. I'm going to take Dallas minus the points. Wow. Cordell, man. I mean, you seem like you and Kirk Cousins are like BFFs lately. Which side are you on here? Who wins this one? Hey, my man wears about four, five, six chains with everything in the world under the sun on it with the diamonds. He got the he got the shades on. The brother is cool. He she you know, he's doing one right there, you know, kind of stuff on the plane. When he I'm going with Minnesota. I think with what they've done and how they've gone about their business as of lately, and it's been extremely quiet. No one's giving Kirk Cousins any love at all. These teams are this team is playing in every game as if it's their last as if it's a championship caliber types game, let alone season for them. I like what they're doing. The trend is awesome. Patrick Peterson had an outstanding interception that took it back late in that game to put them in position uh, to, to help seal the deal, to not have to actually lose a regulation, but put themselves in position to win. At home, Minnesota is 4-0. Okay, they're probably 2-2 two two recovering, but they're 4-0 at home. So at one and a half point. They could kick a field goal. Come on. They could give come on, Brandon. Help me out here. One and a half point. That's not enough for me to go against them. I'm right. They're, they're one and a half point Vikings. underdogs. They're one and a half point part, underdogs. I'm right with them. I just want to say one thing real quick. Kirk Cousins was god awful for pretty much that entire game with the interceptions. That's all you need. Hey. The pit throw he threw to Peterson on fourth down. All the DB got to do is bat it down. It's game over. The narrative changes. And everybody's talking about how bad he played and how bad he was. And how bad he was this and he was that. But because yeah. Jefferson pulls him out with the one-handed because the DB doesn't knock it down, now everybody's first cousin. Jock him all the way. I'm going with Dallas. Jerry Jones, my man, Michael Irvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't hate the player. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Them dudes are balling. Call it what it is. You can say what you want about Kirk Cousins. I'm not buying Kirk Cousins. I'm not drinking the Kirk Kool-Aid, but I'm with Cordell. Justin Jefferson, six go. straight games of 98-plus yards. Dalvin Cook is running the you-know-what out of the ball lately. The defense is making plays at the right time. Look, the defense isn't, you know, shutting anyone out, but they're making plays at the right time. There's something to be said for that. This Minnesota team just feels a little bit different. Mike Zimmer's out of the picture. I'm with Cordell and the Vikings. Money line in this one for the game of the week. Gentlemen, give me 20 seconds each. Cordell, we'll start with you. What's your bonus game of the week? Indy Philly. They got Philly by six. I like Indy in this one, even though they're on the road. I like Indy because this Jeff Saturday, this this phenomenon that he's coming, he's got the guys feeling loose. They feel it. They're playing excited. I mean, this is the best football we can actually see. We watched him play so far, and he actually put Matty Ice back into the bowl. Okay, and they gave Matty Ice the opportunity to get it done. They said he was done for the entire season. Correct me if I'm wrong. And yeah. the guy goes in and he plays solid football to help them win, and no one ever thought they would. Philadelphia is struggling right now. I don't think they know what it is. They're going to have to try to figure it out, get themselves adjusted. I think it's going to take a couple of games. I'm going with Indy. Jeff Saturday, can the magic continue? Brandon, what's your bonus game of the week? Uh, 10 seconds or less. Baylor plus the points over TCU. They knock, ba they knock TCU off the unbeaten streak. Baylor 13-1 against the spread as a dog with conference revenge versus an opponent coming off a straight up and against the spread win, including a perfect 8-0 spread at home. Baylor upsets TCU and knocks them out of the four. That's it. You guys are going down. Oh, you're going down big. Have a great week. Oh, my. I went TCU last week. I got into the bonus game action. They I took them plus 7.5 against Texas. They won outright. Brandon, loser buys the winner dinner because my pick was TCU minus two and a half. The Horned Frogs are going to the playoff, baby. When you're in LA, loser buys the winner dinner for Cordell Stewart. It. For Brandon Lang, I'm Joe Serralo, and that's another episode of Believe Me. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.